and good evening, and good evening, Facebook and uh, YouTube and uh, Twitter Live. It is Thursday night, and um, it's been a couple weeks since we've been here. Um, we had to cancel last week's show for some uh, unforeseen circumstances, but um, I apologize on behalf of the hostess, the the star of the show. You know, it was truly my fault, and um, like I said, some things that we couldn't control. And tonight, um, you guys. I think that that the topic of tonight's show, I understand that Julia has placed this um, topic in the portion of the book that is very important to her, but I, I was reviewing the book and I really said to myself, this is something that a lot of human beings lack. Um, and, and the topic of tonight's show is balance. Yeah. Good evening, Julia. Good evening, Quentin. How are you tonight? I'm good. Today was very eventful. You know, the Let's Talk family, uh, it was an eventful day for the Let's Talk family. But um, I feel good. Great great day. You know, can't complain. A little mm-hmm. bad weather outside, but um, maybe this will keep everybody inside again. And, uh, you know, we can keep do it. safe. <laughs> so, tonight, so tonight's uh, chapter we're going to discuss, Julia, is balance. Um, you know, I, I like to know the method of the madness, the method of why you placed it here and getting, getting the reader to understand that we need to have some balance. You want to explain that? Sure. Absolutely. So, um, this section of the book is, um, entitled evolution because, in this in this section of the book, what we're what we're doing is we're reestablishing our foundations. And even though we talked about balance a, a bit in the first section, in this section, I'm talking about or in this chapter, I'm talking about balance in terms of being your north star. Um, not to go too too. Um, too deep into it, but we all know, like, for example, with the um, with the Underground Railroad, that the North Star was the guiding light for Harriet Tubman, right? And, and just knowing what to follow to get to where she needed to be. And so in this chapter, we're really developing our own North Star for ourselves. What is it that we always want to focus on to get us to where we need to be? And, 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 and part of that establishing balance, not outside of ourselves, not with priorities and things like that, but establishing balance within. So that's what this chapter is about before we go to the next section. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was interesting when I was doing some review of the book. I thought it was interesting where and, and you find um, a lot of us sometimes we don't understand how to balance um, whether it's you're working too much. You're trying to make money. Just say, for example, an individual wants to buy a home. So mm-hmm. now they're working extra hard to buy a home, mm-hmm. um, trying to focus and in, in, to buy a home, to be disciplined enough to buy a home. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that they're working twice as hard. So now their family life is suffering. The time that they have to their self is suffering. And, it takes a while or experience to be able to be the person that you could say, I'm maintaining a level of balance without sacrificing from all your responsibilities. And then like most people do is they don't even be able to give their self care. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, that's exactly what this, this chapter talks about. Like some, some specific, key areas that you can look at to make sure that you are achieving that balance, even when you're doing multiple things. Um, And there are five principles in the chapter to keep focus on. And the first one is good governance, which kind of goes to what you're talking about, right? Um, Generally in business, good governance is about making sure that you understand what your resources are, what, you, what resources you have available to you and then how you're managing them. So the in the example that you gave where you're talking about someone working towards a goal, what are some of the resources that they have available to them? They have their time, they have their energy, they have their strength. Maybe they have their family around them who are support. 
the key thing is to understand how to balance all of those things to achieve the goal, but still take care of yourself in the process. You don't want to lose yourself because at that point, it, it doesn't become fun anymore. Yeah, and, and, and that goes back to, like you said in the beginning of the, 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 the section of the book, is the word that you, you you basically is trying to take out of our vocabulary is the word sacrificing. Mm. Like, why would you, why, why do, let's just say like one of the most common things, definitely dealing with women, because we, we know that this, this portion of the book is kind of like the women portion, I would say, yes. even yeah. though that we, we use your book to be applicable for men as well. Yeah. A lot of women will say, I'm sacrificing what I want to do for my children. Mm-hmm. And I noticed how you said, like, you can't really. Not that you shouldn't do that, but you sh- not that you can't do it, but you shouldn't do it because mm-hmm. you got to have that type of balance where you're you got your self care going on. Mm-hmm. But you got to you got to be able to maintain your your family life and and so forth and so on. I found that to be very interesting that you you brought that up. The word sacrifice. Let me get back. Let me read it. Hold up, because I you know I was on it, and, I was like, and it actually speaks to the portion. Of the book, the, the heading, you said, I do not sacrifice. I make commitments based upon what I am able and willing to do. Exactly. You know, one of the things that's expected, I think sometimes of men and women, but especially women, uh, we're raised to believe that everyone else is supposed to come before us, right? And and we've talked about it a lot before, that idea of the strong black, black woman that you can do everything for everyone else and, you know, and you'll be okay. And the reality is, is that that's not true. Um, most times when we do uh, make, put other people before ourselves, we, we tend to suffer. We suffer and, and we suffer in silence because we don't use our voice. We, as much as we've been taught to put other people before us, we haven't been taught how to ask for the support that we need or to be able to say no and feel okay with saying no. Um, and so when it comes to comes to commitments or saying yes to something, it's like, no, I'm not sacrificing. I have applied my good governance. I have looked at what resources I have available to me. And I have made a decision that, yes, I can do this because it's not going to cost me to do it. It's not going to, it's not going to take away from what I'm doing. Instead of, you know, I find, I find that to be a, a, a different approach because you see a lot of people that, that a lot of us, unfortunately, we try to use our life and compare it to other people's mm-hmm. and say, well, they're successful. This is what they did. They sacrificed. They, they want eating romaine noodles for a year while they was in college mm-hmm. to save money. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that w- when we use your principles that you're saying, no, you're not sacrificing. You're actually substituting or, or, or no, this is what I can do. My pockets say I can't be going every weekend with my roommates at college to go to, you know, Applebee's or whatever. I need to sacrifice. I need to grip down. People ain't, I'm not home. My family is struggling bad enough. They paying for me to go to college. I'm on a partial scholarship, mm-hmm. you know, so let me do this so I can do this instead of saying sacrifice. Cause it always seems like the word sacrifice is taking away from something to do something else. And it's not, you know, I have posted today something about the idea of discipline, right? And you you and I have always had conversations about calling a thing a thing, right? And really examining the words that we use and, and the energy behind them and, and what we're suggesting when we use them. When we say sacrifice, it means that number one, we don't have a choice, right? And then the other thing that it suggests is that we are giving up something in order to do something. And it's like, no, it's not a sacrifice. It's a choice. If you're making a choice to do something, then that's the that's the, the choice that you're choosing. It means that you're not choosing something else instead. And 
you know, in terms of like the idea of saving for the home and, you know, not maybe not going out every weekend, but keeping your money or downsizing. That's a choice that you're making. That's discipline that you're applying towards the goal that you want to achieve. And that is never a sacrifice. That's an investment. Yeah, I, so I, I think just that, think yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like I said, when I was doing some review of the book, I was saying to myself how we always use this word sacrifice and, and, and it really is not a word that we should be using. I mean, you know, I guess you could use it in some instances, but when it comes to you doing something physically or you doing something for that involves someone else, like, no, you're taking a portion out of your day, maybe an hour out of your day. And we, you know, this is some background information. I got to take, it takes a couple hours to do a certain project. And your mind got to be right. You got to put all your energy into it instead of just saying, I'm going to do this project while I got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And it's a lot of us. It's it's interesting when we start reassessing our life and our situation, our situations that we go on. A lot of us are used to doing things in chaos, as they say, quagmire, control chaos. Like you need a bunch of stuff to focus. I remember, um, you know, share something with the chat for those in the chat you guys don't know that i'm one of them people that read a lot i'm an avid reader i used to be able to read when everything was going on tv on people talking to me and and be able to actually focus and give every thing my proportion of time mm-hmm. but as i've gotten a little older i can't do that no more i actually have mm-hmm. to physically turn the tv off or go in another room to read and really focus because it's like you, 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 how can I say? It? And I never want to say that people grow up in unhealthy situations. People grow up in situations that they believe to be normal until they right. go to another situation. Right. You, you sometimes grow up and be in a situation where it's normal behavior where so much is going on. Chaos. So it's, Chaos. So it's like it's like the little kid. You'd be like, yo, the little 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 Johnny. Little Johnny's in the living room playing on his tablet. Mm-hmm. He ain't paying attention to to his mother burning the pot. Right. His father listening to watching baseball. Right. His sister in the in the kitchen blowing dry her hair on the bedroom. <laughs> he ain't paying attention to that because he's focused on what he's focused okay. on. So right. as we get as I as I've gotten older, I've learned that. For me to focus on what I need to focus on, I need to stop and focus on the task at hand. Myself as well. I used to be, I don't know if it was driven or not, but um, like exceptionally focused on succeeding and it could be chaos all around me and it didn't matter. It was just like, move, I got to get this done. But now as I've matured, I really enjoy the experience of whatever I'm doing when I'm doing it. So, you know, for me, it's really about being able to center and ground myself as I'm going into the next thing so that I can experience it fully because that's where I get my joy from now. Right. So that that chaos and that confusion doesn't really work that well for me anymore. As a matter of fact, it's difficult for me. At, at this point of my life to be in too much confusion and chaos. It's just like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of funny because it goes back to what we discussed. I don't even know if we discussed it on the show or discussed it during one of our uh, jam sessions on the phone. It goes back to that journey. Um, Because you, you could, you could I heard, I heard a, a guy say this week, I was watching a podcast and um. He said that one of his mother, his mother had told him one of her phrases were, um, "You ain't doing nothing new," or something, something in reference to that. And he was talking about just, just cre- creativity wise, because her son is a creator of uh, content. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it, and you know, you you always look at okay, for you as an author, okay, did I put a hundred and ten percent in this book? Yes. Was I totally transparent? Yes. Did I give it my all? Yes. Did I give it my time? Yes. Okay, the response is going well. But then you say, well, why is somebody else that that put least amount of effort, least amount of time into some garbage getting more 
accolades and praise, and you'd be like, it, it's not right. And it's 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 really sad that we will judge our own success according to what somebody else is doing, and not realizing that you know it's what what did you say to me on the phone about um, about June? I think you said it to me in a text about the month harvest of June. Time. Yeah, it's harvest time. Yeah, you, you can. I think you know one one of um two two of the other principles in this chapter have to do with like your ethics and your goals, and your ethics become part of your north star because they set the standard for what's important to you, how you move as an individual, how you move how you interact, what's important to you, what's not important to you, you know, and, and, and that's your North Star. So you can look to see that someone who may be putting in less effort or who may not be as focused or may not be as consistent or may not as be as disciplined is receiving all the accolade, accolades and you yourself could be sitting there knowing I gave this 110% and I'm not receiving the response that I received. You still have to stay focused on your North Star because your ethics dictate that what you do is from your heart or from your soul, not for the accolades. And the reality is that you'll begin to notice if you stay with it, stay on your North Star and maintain your balance, you'll begin to notice that the person who's receiving all the, the accolades, those will start to fall off. And then you'll see yours start to rise up as long as you stay consistent and don't start chasing something that's not meaningful to you. One of the, one of the, um, the five principles is you use boundaries. Yes. How, how, um, how do we... <laughs> Sorry. How, how how do we set those boundaries though? You know, you, you feel like you're obligated to your family. You obligate you're not obligated to a job. This is the way you take care of yourself and your family. But how do you you allow you set those boundaries to give yourself the self-care? Oh my God, Quentin. <laughs> right on time. So <laughs> this weekend. What I know, so how you set bound, how you start with setting boundaries for yourself is knowing what brings you peace, what brings you comfort, what brings you stress, what brings you discomfort. You, you know, what what do you enjoy? What, what is not pleasurable to you? You have to know yourself, right? And then once you know yourself, like even sometimes, what kind of conversations feel good to you and which ones don't, right? So just paying attention to yourself and being present with yourself and knowing. What are your likes? What are your dislikes? What can you live with? What 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 do you not want to tolerate? And then once you know those things, then you can communicate. Use your voice. That's in this chapter. Use your voice to communicate that with the people around you. This weekend, I um, I felt because May was an amazing month. We had so many different things going on, um, but I was burnt out. And I knew that if I went one more day, I would be sick. When I need rest, my body shuts down. So I knew if I, if I went one more day, I would be sick. So I communicated to everyone who was important to me in my circle. I'm going to take a holiday from Friday at 8 p.m. to Monday at 8 a.m. You have no idea how many messages, <laughs> emails. Text. It, it seemed like they got turned up after that message, right? It's like, you know what? Let's bother her. Let's let's mess let's mess with her peace. Um, you know, I I find that I find that interesting with the boundaries is that sometimes maybe next time when you do it, is to just turn yourself off, don't answer no emails, maybe sometimes just shut the phone down. And I was um as as many people don't know. I had to it's, block some people. <laughs> it, it's funny because my present my present job, right? Right. Is I'm always usually on my phone. Uh-huh. And, and could be talked to at any given moment. And, and it's like it's different now because at a certain time during the day, mm-hmm. I can't be on the phone. Like right. at all. I, I have no phone service. And it's funny how you get so used to this stuff where you think. And in some aspects, having your phone is good because you got the world in your hands. Right. But then it's like the gift and the curse. 
when you don't have it, you realize how you need to mentally, emotionally unplug from what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, taking the breather and be like, okay, mm-hmm. I saw that stuff this morning in my phone. Mm. I unplugged for seven hours and I noticed that it's still there, whether it's mm. good, bad, or indifferent. And right. be like, you know, it's still going on. And guess what? I had nothing to do with it. Right. I had no, I had no emotion tied into it. Yes. And I'm still there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even even if you're doing business, even if you're trying to close a deal, like you might get all your emails at once and be like, "Dang, like you know, I just got this email. Like I wish I could have responded." And like it wasn't meant for you to respond. It wasn't meant for you to get the email at seven in the morning. It was meant for you to read that email at eight o'clock at night when you finally had the opportunity to look at your email. And that's why I think it's so important, Quentin, especially like looking at the information in in this chapter and the principles in this chapter. It's so important to be able to maintain your balance within and to understand what your North Star is and to follow it because the world is always on. Even when you unplug, like you say, when you unplug and you go back in, you don't get a chance to even miss anything because everything that happened while you were unplugged hits you <laughs> as soon as you plug in. So, you know, it's very important to be able to balance for yourself so that you can stay focused, so that you can continue to receive inspiration on the things, especially if you are a creator or a creative or a in business and strategizing and planning and and doing we're surrounded by entrepreneurs you need to have that balance within because the world is always on you need a break but you need to know how to balance even in the midst of it yeah i find myself like i said i find myself going through that and even it affects um me at night because i'm so i was so used to working at night Mm-hmm. And thinking and, and having my thought process go at night where I start thinking and getting creative, writing ideas down, stuff that I did during the day that I still do that at night. And I, I don't understand, like, yo, it's, it's it's 12 o'clock at night. You need to be going to sleep. You got to mm-hmm. get up in a couple hours so you can prepare for the next day. Mm-hmm. So I it it happens a lot with me where I, um, as we say, as we used to say, sacrifice sleep. and that hurts because you need, you got to give your body its rights. You got to give your body the proper rest. So your awareness, cause you, you continue, like I said, when I was younger, you continue to doing it so long, so way. And you think that this is the way that it works when in all actuality, it's not physically healthy or emotionally healthy. And you're not giving that one project. Like, um, remember I told you I had an issue with my, um, electronic device mm-hmm. and literally, Literally, what was wrong with it is I never turned the volume up. <laughs> but you were you were trying to get it. Yeah, done because it said it said once you start the process of loading it and doing all this and doing all this, you got to have the volume down. Right. So I never realized it was just I a matter turn, of turning I it up. Turn the volume out. I yeah. want to. I do want to address. I think I just saw what um, uh, Dre had posted in the chat and. You know, I think it's important for us to be conscious of the 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 choice of words that we use. When we say that we're sacrificing sleep, it's like something is happening happening outside of us that we don't have any control over it. And like I feel like it's really important to in those moments not say that you're sacrificing sleep, that you're making a choice not to sleep. Right. Because that helps you to understand that you are responsible for that choice, but also responsible for that outcome. And it's also kind of listed here in the beginning of the chapter that we can sometimes commit a greater amount of energy towards work versus resting or anger over peace or isolation over involvement or relationships over caring for ourselves. So. Like be attentive to where you're spending your time, how you're investing your time and and, and what you're giving to you. And it speaks. It's funny. It's funny, Julia. Like I told you, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, Just having having this and talking about this conversation now 
mm-hmm. at this time. And you know, Dre's in the comment. He's a content creator himself. Hi, You're a content creator. You write books, and then you got Nicole. She's in the chat as well. And, and everything that T Lachelle does, um, <laughs> to support everybody else and King. When, it's funny that we're talking about this, and everybody that's in the chat that I know, and I know what they do with their life and trying to create and trying to do things is that we always hear that successful quote unquote geniuses have these real crazy lifestyles and you'd be like, it was weird or, or, you know, they were a crazy for lack of better words. And I'm, I'm only using this word as a, a description, not to degrade anybody. They were basically called crazy geniuses. You know, I, um, one of the people that I, I used to used to really admire his work ethic was Steve Jobs. But he was so concerned with building Apple back after he had lost his company that one of the things that he may have neglected was his health. His health. And it would, you know, early detection, you know, and, and it was, you know, it, it happened the way it was supposed to happen, but Sometimes we be so consumed with what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. You know, you got your baby, like you talk about with the book. This is your little girl that you notice this, like, this is it. Like, I remember when we were conversating about the second edition and you were like, you don't understand. I got this deadline. These people (laughs) like, you know, and, and you were on it. And it's like, you, I don't think that you did anything wrong. Only you would know if you put yourself in an unhealthy situation. It's just amazing how when you are an artistic person and you're trying to convey a message and, and put out this product that you got to understand, like, yo, you got to have your balance. You got to be I able to say balance. no. You got to value your ethics. You got to really, it's a lot to consider before you even take on the task of thinking of the creation. And shout out to everybody in the chat because everybody that you named so far are, are creators. And so, you know, it's like you have your you have your regular your regular work, you have your family, you have what other service you may offer to your community, you have your passions, you have your hobbies, and then you have your gift, right? And you have your purpose and you have your business and you have, you know, whatever it is that you're working on at the time and being centered and being grounded in what is important to you is and and holding on to that. And like I said, letting that be your North Star is the thing that allows you to operate within all of those things without sacrificing yourself, without sacrificing your dream, without sacrificing your family. Like you have to be really, really clean about your time. You have to be really clean about your priorities and you have to be really clean about the support that you need to be successful. And a lot of us don't ask for help when we need it. Ask for help. And be, you know, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm learning now is like, Hi, you know, you, you using, not using, but realizing like, okay, you ask for help. This help came. And when you, when you get the help that you want, be specific with it. Be like, yo, I need you to do such and such, such and such, such and such. Can you do it? Can you do it? You Don't know, and that's, <laughs> yeah, and that's and, and that's one of that's one of the things. Definitely, when you, like I like one thing that um that we talked about, like you when you when you do put your dream, your vision, your baby in somebody else's hands, you be like, listen, you don't you don't hold my baby the way you hold your baby. You hold my baby the way you see my hold my baby. You got to nurture my baby. You got to feed him. You got to burp him. You got to caress him. You got to change the diaper. Like, listen. And and that's hard for us to put our um. And I think I think one of the guys that does podcast said it. We're so s- passionate and love our intellectual property so much that you don't want to let it go. Not let it go like it's not yours, but let it go like, you know, trust me to trust you that you're going to take care of it. You know, Quentin, it's, it's, um, it's amazing that you said that. I've been, I've been like lately, I've been kind of thinking about the beginning of my journey 
with um, Crown Rules. I got a reminder on Facebook the other day um, that three years ago, I started the interviews for Crown Rules 2, King, How Black Men Love. And I have put out an advertisement requesting people to, you know, to participate in that. And then like right now, I'm in the process of scheduling interviews with um, women for um, Crown Rules 3, Queen, How Black Women Love. And just being able to look at the fact that we're here and I'm, I'm always ever so grateful to you for this opportunity to, to, you know, to be on the platform and to talk about these important things because they are important for all of us, I think. Um, but just to understand that it's been three years worth of work just to get to today, right? And, and so, yes, it's important to me. I can't just hand it off to someone. I can't be irresponsible with it. I can't trust someone who doesn't understand what's behind it with it. Like it's important and everything you're, you're celebrating two years on your platform. You know, you know, it's funny. It's funny. You said that. Um, Congratulations, by the way, uh, <laughs> for allowing it's, us it's, to, it's, to it's, share. It's, it's been for, 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 for what I envisioned, it's been a very interesting two years. Um, mm. um, you know, I, I, I tell people what I, one of the things that I did is I studied Mm-hmm. And I followed mm-hmm. a lot of podcasters, and I still continue. This is, believe it or not, I don't watch um, news, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't watch cable news. Just put it that way. But anyway, I was thinking about that, and and when you when you bring that up to fruition, and, and you talk about three years ago, I mean, we all try to envision our success, and it's like me and you always discuss the journey always discuss you can't force it and and we had that conversation earlier when i said something to you it was like yo you're gonna be all right like it's coming because we it's were coming. talking about we were talking about when you plant those seeds you gotta like when a person plants seeds they just water it you ain't got no control over the sun you ain't got no control over nothing else you just gotta do what you gotta do and it's like crazy how like you always will judge yourself and even doing what any of us do. And I see Brian in the chat as well. Um, you know, I'm quite sure as a poet for Brian, Hi, Brian. He's, probably, he's probably saying to himself, yeah, I remember my last poem. I remember my first poem. Remember I tried to do this. Remember I tried to do that. And it's like, we try to force or rush our success and you can't rush your success or your journey. When it happened, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I saw something. No, I was listening to something the other day that just reminded me of the beauty of the journey. And it was that a farmer is never surprised when the harvest comes because they know what seed they planted. Right. So even if you don't see the fruit of your labor at this point, you know what seeds you're planting and you have to trust the process. It's going to come to fruition. Stay with it. Trust your circle, as Jermaine said. It's going to come. Your circle helps you to to keep going on those days where you feel like, yo, I've done all of this and I'm not seeing anything. Keep going. I've done all of this and I'm not getting the accolades out. I, 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 t- I tell you what, Dave, for anybody that's oh, that that's trying to podcast mm-hmm. and, and and um and even write books. Mm. We just made it through a pandemic. If you mm. want to start that journey now, you good mm. because a lot of people is gonna fall off once the once the country opens back up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you made it through and you were able to continue to push content out there during the pandemic where contact was content was in abundance. Mm. Um, it was, it was, it's, it's a rough thing and you just got to just be from what I, what I'm learning is be consistent. You know, you be start, consistent. you start realizing like, um, you know, I was, I was thinking about writing some stuff down. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I got to go to the store and get a notebook. Mm-hmm. I got like 40 notebooks in my house. And I'm saying to myself, I can't let them notebooks that I was paid my little dollar from the dollar store. I ain't no shame in my game. I can't let them dollar store notebooks that I got put up go to waste. Let me just go in the closet, pull out a fresh notebook, 
instead of going to buy a notebook and and when you start realizing like yo not only did you put your time and effort into what you're trying to do you may have put your finances in it and then you got then you got other people who may have invested with you that's the biggest thing when you realize that other people invested in you that they believe in you, that they believe in you and 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 they they want to see you prosper and they believe in your dream and they trust your dream and they trust you that you're going to bring it to fruition. It's a beautiful process. It's a beautiful process. It's a beautiful experience. Um, I've been trying to stay motivated because this is June and it is harvest month. Hello. Trying to stay motivated. And, you know, in terms of expenses it you know it really does take money to make money so you do have to invest and you also have people that will invest in you their time possibly their money you got to know that everything that you put out is returned to you multiplied multiplied so the energy that you give towards it is 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 like how much is going to come back to you so just like keep going like don't it's difficult to not get disappointed or feel frustrated or even question yourself sometimes when you don't see things moving. That goes back to Jermaine, you know, having that circle and having those people because we we, we play the head game with ourselves. Hmm. We go to certain people when we want to hear certain things as well. Right. Good or bad. So having those people like, yo, I ain't heard nothing from you in a minute like what's going on um was you know me and you talked about crown rules and we started out i'll just say this that crown rules three it might have started out as a a little joke but it was like why not i mean why not so um i say that sometimes we need people to push us to the limit you might need that person that'd be like yo you got to get it out. You got it. Yo, you, you got, you got content to create. Like, let me run this by you. Let, let me, you know, and then it's funny because I believe that it's funny when I'm about to say, they may not realize it. The poetry corner, right? Damn. I'll be on them. Yo. <laughs> and, right. and I'm not, a, and I'm, I'm not a poet. It's just when you listen to some of the poets that come on the show that, that, are part of the Poetry Corner family, right? They sold me on their vision. So sometimes when people sell you on their vision, you'd be like, yo, I see it for you. You just need the right eyes. You need to break for you. So then you want to go dumb, as oh. we say, dumb hard for them. Dumb, <laughs> dumb hard for them. And you'd be wanting to push and push and push. Go push. Hard. And they're like, like, yo, am I breaking this person? Did I run them away? And it's hard. It's, it's, it's one of the unique things about being in this position and having the type of personality that you may have because you attract a lot of what you are and how you are. You want to go hard? You say you go hard? I'm going a, I'm to a put you around some people that really go hard, and you're going to be like, yo, you breaking me, bro. Or you breaking me, sis. You're killing me. Listen. You know, just listen. looking at T. Lachelle's comment pop up. She go hard. Every once in a while, I got to call T. Lachelle and we have our conversation mm-hmm. and she gauge where I'm at and she'd be like, you know, T. Lachelle's voice. She'd be like, okay. Because she don't put no effort and energy behind nobody else that's going to be, um, for lack of better words for the algorithm, half-assing it themselves. <laughs> when you, when it comes to, when it comes to your purpose, which we talked about on a previous episode. When we talked about when we talked about your purpose, we talked about it being that thing within you that will not leave you alone. Like you have to do it. You have to do it. The the interesting and the beautiful thing about it is that once you start walking in it, everything that you need to help fulfill it starts coming towards you. And so you might you might say, okay, I'm going to go ahead. This is for, the, for um, my folks and my poets on the, um, my peoples on the poetry corner. You might say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this episode of the poetry corner and I'm just going to recite these three poems that I have, right? You're walking in your purpose now. God gave you the, the, the gift to create. 
and and to to put what you see and experience into rhyme on the paper and to and to share that with other people so that they can connect with it and put words to what they what they see and what they feel but can't express you're in your purpose there's another just because you did that one episode and you recited three poems doesn't mean that you're done there's more for you to do so if somebody i know quentin <laughs> if quentin asks you for a short with you reciting your piece put it out there that's the challenge that's the that's the motivation that's the support that's the the push that you need to move you along the next step in your purpose. If you decide now nah, I'm good with the three poems, then that's all you're going to have. And you're not fulfilling what was put in you. So it's like, it's important to know that once you take that first step, everything that you need is going to come towards you. You got to challenge yourself to, to do it. Yeah. You, you, you brought up, you brought up the thing with the shorts. I mean, I think that, um, a lot of, a lot of times people don't understand like, yo, I, like we talked about, like, I got you, like, we got you, like somebody, somebody got you, like the, the fear of that we have of trusting someone um, is so serious. And I know that we're going to discuss some other things because the next portion of the book, we're talking about maturation. And this is a very, very important um, aspect of maturity and getting to the level of saying, letting go of things that you can't control and the things you can control, like you can control them. You give people your baby, you trust you, you trust your baby. And like, you know, you're just going to go with that. I'm being challenged in that moment right now. I think I've had to do so much on my own for so long. You know what I mean? That, like once you once you now you have the opportunity. I'm sorry, I can't see what Nicole has said. She's talking about the shorts when I'm sure oh. and I will ask. <laughs> um when you have that support that's coming around you, the challenge is to let down that barrier and to open up and to trust and to trust that people have your best interests at heart, that they're not trying to harm you. Yeah. And you get to know that with time and with experience and things like that. And that's where like your, your good governance and your ethics and your goals and your voice, all of that stuff that's in this chapter comes into play because that's what you use to determine whether or not this person is trustworthy, whether or not I can give, I can share my gift with this person, whether or not, um, engaging or doing what they're asking me to do is going to move me further or is it going to compromise what I'm willing, what I, what I want to do, what I plan to do. Like everything that everybody's doing now is so important. It's so important. Not just for today, but for tomorrow is so important. Like it, you, you can't, you can't take risks or chances. I think, with it. I think that's something, that's one of the things that all of us may have had to realize in the last couple of years, like, you know, as the elders always told us, life is short. I think that reality could have smacked us all in the face. Like, you know what? Let me leave my mark or leave my legacy or do what I need to do to accomplish as much as I can accomplish while I'm here because it is a life is alone. You know? Life is short when you have a dream and fire in your belly and passion and something you want to create. That's the only time life is short because it feels like you don't have enough time to do everything, but not work on your dreams, not do what you were called, called here to do, not follow your, your passion. Life is going to be long for you. Trust. Tila Shell said, it's funny, I pray for my tribe, and it makes no sense for me to not trust that the <laughs> universe brought them to me with the intention of community support and after submitting my request. You know, Tila Shell, that's one of the, 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 the things about faith and having faith and having that trust is that when you do put that out there and it comes, you got to be able to accept what you prayed accept for. Accept it. Accept what you asked for. And it's going to come if that's what you believe in. If, if you believe in that faith and you believe that it's going to come when it comes, you got to embrace it and be able to trust it and, and realize one thing I noticed is that um, if we're all trying to get to the same goal, 
we can all get to the goal collectively. Together. The the Bible, the Bible says, ask and you shall receive. So, you know, there's no doubt there. If you ask or when you ask, you will receive. Will you accept it is the question. Tila Shell said, trusting your community and utilizing your resources does help with bringing balance. Yeah, Tila Shell, for all you got all you people in the in the chat that like Star Wars, you gotta bring balance to the force. <laughs> Y'all gotta excuse me. I'm, I'm. It's one of them days. But think about that. He, 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 he was, you know, Anakin, who we later became Darth Vader. He was supposed to bring balance to the Force. Out of balance. He wasn't supposed to be too much to the, to the right or too much to the left. He was supposed to bring balance within himself first. Yeah, and he was conflicted. <laughs> and this it's is important. why he went to the dark side. It's important. Think about to the have movie. I mean, the, the movie as we were kids, we watched the movie. Mm -hmm. But in all actuality, once you think about some of the stuff that they said, and you look at life's applicable stuff, you'd be like, hold up. Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the force, and he had the dark side was pulling him so much, he became Darth Vader. And he was the and that's chosen. What can happen. That's can that's what can happen when we don't have boundaries and we're not we're not solid in ourselves about you know what, what our ethical guidelines are, what our principles are, what our personal code is. You can get swayed. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's important, not sometimes, but it's important to understand what's important to you so that you can stay focused because. Even when you are being introduced to to your tribe, you still have to make assessments, right? It's you like have my to favorite make question. Energy assessments, huh? <laughs> it's like my favorite question that I always ask all the poets. What was the question I always ask all the poets, Julia? You remember? Does life imitate art, or does art imitate life? Is that the question? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's the question. That's the question. It's What's a very it? interesting question. I mean, I've been, I've been asking people this question for about two years now, and I, I, I love to hear the answer that they give me. Hmm. You know, um, I won't ask everybody in the chat, but I may ask somebody one day and just be like, "Yo, what does life imitate art, or art imitate life?" Doesn't it? I just, I keep feeling like it all feeds into to everything. Art imitates life. <laughs> Okay, ad lib. <laughs> Soundboard. <laughs> T. Lachelle, life imitates art. T. Lachelle. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, art imitates life. Uh, Jermaine, Jermaine, I need you to email me. I need to talk to you about something at ltalk5600 at gmail.com. Pam said it's cynical. Pam, leave me alone. Don't start your stuff. It's just an interesting question. Does art imitate life or life imitate art? Because I know when, when, when for those um, people who are culinarians out there, they tell you that your plating is your board. When you plate, that's your board. You, you become an artist then. So I know that you know everybody has some artistic stuff in there, their stuff, your canvas. Help, we paint pictures with our words from our life experiences. Yeah. Interesting. So, Julia, do you have any uh, final thoughts and comments before we close for this uh, great show? Oh, no, this was an amazing show. I think we we dedicate we can dedicate this episode to content creators, content creators, <laughs> content creators, poets, authors, just business people, everybody. Um, the show was for, was for them. This um this chapter on your balance actually closes out the section on um, evolution. And so at the end of this chapter, you have an opportunity to review all of the, the jewels that were created in this section as we prepare to go into our next journey, which is a maturation. So the idea that we're applying all of these principles where we're looking, we've looked at our purpose. We understand our purpose. We've looked at our balance. Um, we understand our balance and how to make sure that we're fulfilling our goals. And so now we're going out to get it done. So if you have the book, um, you can do the jewel review at the end of the chapter and get ready for the next, the next part of our journey to the throne. 
And as usual, you guys um in the chat, I want to thank you guys because you guys make the show, whether you realize it or not, with the interaction, it allows us to uh think and um to really to really process our thought patterns at the same time, as well as go over the actual text. And remember to hit the emoji, like, share, subscribe. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you hit the like button. This is how the algorithm triggers in the um the page, and this is how the page grows. That's the easiest way to support. Let's talk. So everybody have a blessed week and take care.